Hello guys and welcome to this week's episode of our podcast in Mindsight. Today's again going to be very interesting, but before we start as always, Elias, how was your week? Yes, um very good question. First of all, um hi guys, welcome back. It's a pleasure. Um my week. Well, I'd say it's Yeah, it was rather the eventful week, I'd say. Um, the semester is like finally over. Today, I'll after the podcast, after recording, I'll listen to my last lecture of this semester. That's <laughs> a very good feeling, I have to say. <laughs> And other than that, because like after the semester, all of us guys are going home. We This week, we had quite a bunch of meetups in the sense of cooking together, Like one of the guys here is from Russia and we made some Georgian bread and that was quite nice. nice. We also went like <laughs> jogging <laughs> together and yesterday even we, we played some music together. Like the guys were here with their guitars and I played the piano and that was quite fun trying that oh, out. Oh, very cool. <laughs> What did you guys play? <laughs> um, well, that I don't know whether you want to know that yet because like... Could, I could, um, what you guys don't know, I'll meet up with Yasin on Sunday and like that would be a cool surprise. But yeah, oh, I, I can right, tell you right, right now, it's, 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 interstellar, <laughs> it's interstellar theme. Oh my <laughs> God. Okay, that's, that's actually amazing. Nice. I, I okay, so, they, yet, so they were playing the guitar and you yes, were playing yes. piano. Well, well the Russian guy even played that. the balalaika, <laughs> which kind of fit the theme. But yeah, that was quite nice. Oh my God. Nice. We've we got to get those guys on the podcast as well. <laughs> yeah for sure and sounds great yeah yeah that was that was uh, really fun and i think we have to do that again at least we agreed on practicing a little more so it works out a little better but yeah <laughs> it was quite nice cool. and other than that i finished like one of the most amazing books yet in like the productivity um centered <laughs> um yeah genre let's say It's called Atomic Habits, and I still recommend it to every one of you out there. Like it's, it's yeah, for sure. Basically, um, like condensing down what what's this, what the the source of my productivity consists of, basically. <laughs> like that guy nailed it. What what what's yeah the secret to being productive or what to yeah becoming a better self? <laughs> I think you're also Definitely. reading it. Yeah, I, I've only started it, but it's amazing. Like it I have I have like a book notes section in my in my notion and I've already put like the tag on it of changed my <laughs> life or the life changing because it's just such an That's amazing awesome. book. Like only the I first few like Yeah, only the first few pages or I think the first two chapters already like changed my whole approach when it comes to building mm -hmm. habits and the way I think about them. It's just amazing. Like for anyone, doesn't matter what industry you're in or what kind of habits you're trying to implement in your life, definitely read it. <laughs> yeah, it's really awesome. Especially the first few chapters, I'd say. Yes. <laughs> that That's where I already knew, damn, that book will be life-changing. And I think now now I'm also up to a uh, new life-changing book here called um, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, I think. Oh, yes. And I heard that on... Audible. also really good and I, i'm not really into it i read the first or like the prologue thing 
first, but that sounded really promising already. So yeah, let's see how that goes. And uh, my last point here, um, I, I discovered uh, an interesting kind of thing you can do outside, which is called geo geocaching. If you have heard of that, no, never heard of it's it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I also never heard of it really. It's like people are hiding in public places, are hiding like small kind of, uh, yeah, let's say treasure boxes where you can. Um, also like put your name on it where you can trade items and stuff and those can also be like combined with riddles and stuff um <laughs> sounds fun. and for those boxes you just get the gps coordinates um, <laughs> and i i like okay i downloaded the app to also do that and i looked up like my area around here and i discovered this whole parallel society of geocaches there <laughs> because like Great. the whole of munich that's where i'm living <laughs> was like uh, there were hundreds of items and stuff is hidden there and yeah if you want to like play this game to ex to its extreme there are like people who are um doing kind of those mis mystery boxes they are called where you have to solve those riddles in old world war ii bunkers hidden around oh my god <laughs> like they're very in difficulty and i think i want to try that out like during the semester break a little more to <laughs> oh man. explore Sounds the area great. around me where what people think it's yeah it's i think that's a great thing about idea. living living like in bigger cities because you know where we live or where I oh, live, oh, you know, we I can't also really looked do that area. Up. There are also countless of things around there. Really, you wouldn't think. Oh that my enough. god! <laughs> I think we okay, have to talk about that on Sunday a little more. <laughs> yeah, I, I know what I'm gonna do the next few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's about it for my week. And now let's get to your week. What have you been up to? Yeah. Um. Compared to your week, my week's been pretty normal, as always. I I said I said it in almost every episode, um, but <laughs> quite you know, solid. I, yes. I learned quite solid, <laughs> pretty decent. Um, <laughs> no, I learned I learned uh, more about Bootstrap, kind of this okay. front end uh, framework. I think I heard about it, but what what is it doing? Yeah, it's basically. Some people say it's a framework. Some people say it's a library. I really consider it, I think, more of a library because... Okay, let's just quickly get a little bit te technical. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, no, all of so you guys a... will turn off. <laughs> That's it for this episode. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but... Yeah, so there, there's a difference between a library and a framework, obviously. And most people, I feel like in the sort of tech community, I slowly but surely start to consider myself to be a part of mm. um, many people <laughs> kind of use use those words as being the same thing but really if you look at the definition a library is <clears throat> a sort of technology that allows you to just include some of the code snippets and some of you know some of the technologies they offer whereas a framework kind of forces you into a certain structure and kind of forces you to structure your code in a certain way and bootstrap for that matter is really just you can add classes to to html tags and all that and they get automatically styled with bootstrap's default styles and all that it's just yeah it's it's pretty boring now that <laughs> i'm saying it out loud <laughs> but 
yeah, I learned more about it and you know how to use it, how to customize it so it doesn't look too bootstrappy because it's actually a thing. Like now that that I've used it and kind of that I've played around with the components, I can pretty certainly tell when a website is using Bootstrap because mm. there's just a certain feel or style to it. So I think it's really important to also learn to kind of customize it so it doesn't look all right, all right. bootstrappy. <laughs> so yeah, I finished so like, two projects. Like what, what's what's its, its advantage over like what you've been doing until then? Yes, um, frameworks or libraries in, in general, all those technologies are generally very good for programmers because you know there's Kind you don't need to program it yourself and check and just yeah exactly like it's kind of this conception that programmers are pretty lazy which is true just as mathematicians um, <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah and you know it just offers you a quick way to design stuff uh pretty well without having to write like hundreds lines of code you just add a few classes here and there and it's already styled and when you want to custom customize it you can do that and all that so yeah, it's not right, that right. important um, I finished two projects, one of which is a Tinder for dogs, actually. A Tinder for dogs. <laughs> which, <laughs> what the yeah, fuck? <laughs> How did fun. you come up with that? I, I, I show you when, when, um, <laughs> Please do when that. you visit on Sunday. Um, That's the weirdest idea I ever heard. <laughs> yeah, it was actually part of kind of a tutorial slash course. Uh -huh. So it wasn't all my idea, but it, it was quite fun to do. <laughs> and... <laughs> Did you like uh, and you only did like the front end thing or also like yeah, the algorithm matching algorithms and stuff? Oh no no no. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. No. <laughs> uh, that would be a work of oh. like three or four weeks. Um I I did that and I did another project of like a fictional magazine that doesn't exist, obviously, and just mm. you know, pretend it does exist and uh kind of made it like a sort of blog post slash carousel slash all that stuff yeah, so yeah it, nice. it was I just you're a week getting of pretty solid at all of that stuff now like yeah honestly <laughs> i start to feel getting out I websites start to feel one pretty confident <laughs> yeah i start That's to feel awesome. pretty confident because i'm i'm pretty sure well i'm at a point where i'm pretty um confident that almost any website like design or mock-up i can actually code um so yeah, it's it's a pretty good feeling, especially considering where I've been just a few weeks back. It's pretty satisfying awesome. to see the progress. Yeah, but yeah, I, I also enough. think that brings us to this week's topic because <laughs> yes. to get where you are, I think you had to sacrifice a lot, and yeah, sacrificing That's like true. not in the sense of sacrificing humans or animals. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Rather in the I'm sense of some, some concept like time or money or whatever that's that's our topic of this week followed by regret <laughs> kind of pessimistic yeah, here but yeah we'll, we'll see how it turns <laughs> out yeah, yeah it's so. uh, for sure as you said learning to program there was definitely a sacrifice that went into it because as i think we all know kind of intuitively and it's always talked about like the moment you say yes to something to an option you automatically say no to another thing true. and it's just something we we know and you know, we know to be true but i think you but don't even have to say yes to something 
you can also just say nothing and that's also saying no to saying yes <laughs> yeah exactly it's the same way you can say yes and you say no to another thing you can say no and you say yes to another thing whatever yes. uh, but <laughs> and now all of, yes. of our minds are entangled <laughs> <laughs> all right um sure but yeah it's, it was definitely a sacrifice in the sense you know um if you want to spend your kind of free time because I, I honestly have to remind myself from time to time that I'm actually in my gap year, but mm. I really feel like I'm studying, like I'm pretty much just working the entire day on stuff, that's, <laughs> which is great. You I know, mean, it feels I mean, great. like habit wise, that's like the best thing it can turn out to because like, I think, I think me, I'd have a lot of problems to like, at least work eight hours a day or something and stuff <laughs> and not really like, spend it uselessly. Like, I, I, I know, know I'd make me. my plans and stuff and then I'd stick to it, but like just by myself, it would be not very likely to turn out your way. Yeah, I don't know. I think the the thing is, I just really enjoy all that I'm doing right now. Like, I really mm -hmm. like programming. I really like, I don't know, reading, practicing the piano for my piano lessons and awesome. uh, preparing stuff for the podcast and all that. It's just fun, you know, and if I'm maybe a bit burnt out from programming i can just switch over to taking some notes for the podcast or whatever you know it's just <laughs> yeah I, i just really enjoy it and nice it doesn't really feel like work yeah i could i could really see myself doing this for the next like 10 years <laughs> so no university for me no just kidding but <laughs> well you yeah let's, let's go back to, to sacrifice in life we already discussed that yeah yeah sure In like the um, <laughs> education episode, if you want to go back to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So, But so you, we wanted to talk about sacrificing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's definitely a sacrifice when I decided to kind of learn to program and you know all the other stuff, starting a blog and all that. Um, I actually, uh, I don't know if I if I told you, I actually thought about starting a dropshipping business a because dropshipping business. Okay. Yeah, because for for a few weeks i think before a levels um i kind of stumbled upon those videos of guys like making you know hundreds of thousands of dollars per, <laughs> with per month or anything <laughs> yeah with, <laughs> probably um no i was really naive back then which is mm. less than a year back but yeah but i thought oh man drop yeah, shipping I mean, business and all that your options sure but i i really thought i, I was going to do that but then i kind of researched a little quick, bit quick more question and for, that, all, okay. for all of those out there who don't know what drop shipping is do you want to explain it oh sure um let's see if i remember correctly so drop shipping basically means um you as kind of the person who who sells stuff you have no inventory you just mm -hmm. uh you just forward all the um how do you call them All the orders you just forward directly mm. to the manufacturer in I don't know China for example, and the manufacturer um, directly sends it to the customer, so it doesn't you know stop by you. You can control it. Oh, it okay. just goes direct to the customer, and that way you're saving a lot of money on you know potentially having to rent uh, something you know, where you can put all your inventory in, mm. um, or you know it, It just saves you a lot of money and a lot of people are doing it or have been doing it. So you're and like yeah, basically I'm not saying the external marketing guy of that company. Yeah, kind of you're like kind that. You're kind of getting the customers and yeah, they're sending it to them. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty much like that. But yeah, I mean, there are a lot of people making money from it and all that. But yeah, it's, it's 
really not for me right now. And it, that's not what I, what I wanted to talk about. So <laughs> we're kind of deviating from the point. Um, well, <laughs> what I wanted to say... This is a podcast. We, we, are, no, we are not lecturing here. <laughs> sure, but... I think I spent like five minutes deviating from the subject. <laughs> yes. So I'm trying also to be more precise in my speech on the oh, podcast. Oh. So here we go. Which book did um, you get that from? <laughs> no, it's just something I, I've noticed. And I talked to you about it, I think, by mm. WhatsApp that, you know, it's it's so strange hearing you in the podcast and realizing we're, we're how strange you talk. And <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. But <laughs> Sorry, I think it's my it's my question. But yeah, go on, go on. You've been sacrificing. Sure, okay. So, <laughs> sacrifice. <laughs> what I tried to say from the beginning was that, um, yeah, of course, we always sacrifice. Like when I decided to learn to program um, at like July 2020, it was automatically a decision to sacrifice maybe you know watching hours of netflix or uh which wasn't possible because of covid but you know going out to restaurants every other day or whatever you know um it's just you really have to decide i think there's a a saying about it which is like you always have to decide sort of what's what's no how was it oh man i forgot it I think you always have to decide what's most important to you and not mm. what seems really important the moment. Like in the moment, it may seem really important to watch Netflix maybe or to go out or whatever, which, you know, isn't a bad thing, isn't necessarily a waste of time. But if you want to, for example, get a job as a front-end developer in a few months, then that's what's most important to you most likely. So that's what you maybe should spend more of your time on. So that's kind of the way I think about sacrificing. It's always yes to something while saying no to another option. What's it true? But for I you? think that doesn't mean that. Well, sacrificing kind of, at least for me, the word means it's negatively connotated. Let's say, <laughs> sure. in the sense of you have to give up something you like, like. In human sacrifices, you have to give up a person, <laughs> and in that sense, you have okay, to but give up. If you don't like you the like. person, then <laughs> so I'd say your definition is like a little bit wider because you can also say no to things you don't like, anyways. So, yeah, <laughs> sure. But no, but for yes, example, that, I also like your definition quite quite a lot. There, so. it's just for example. Point. Yeah, sure. I I mean, for example, uh, I, I get your point. I, I just want to kind of illustrate it on, true, with true. an example. So um, let's say, let's take the programming example. You want to learn how to program. You know, it's going to take a lot of effort, a lot of time, yes. uh, maybe a few months till, till you kind of get decent at it. Or at least, yeah. <laughs> Until you know. you're through the valley <laughs> of the Dan Dunning-Kruger effect. <laughs> exactly exactly and you know if you're a person who doesn't really like to go out that much and doesn't really like to see people all the time and doesn't really like to go to parties then covid then, you is know, the perfect thing for you <laughs> yeah it actually was a blessing in disguise i guess <laughs> because <laughs> Oof, that's a controversial yeah. statement i guess <laughs> sure no i mean i mean for me because yeah. um you know you can't go out that much you can always say oh i know i don't know it's covid and all that mm. but <laughs> yeah um no my point is that you know for someone who for example i i don't like to party that much i don't really party i don't really mm. you know 
just go out for the sake of going out. And you are so, more yeah, of the sacrificing. Board guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or the playing music but, together guy. <laughs> yeah, th that's for sure. But yeah, sacrificing kind of that stuff for me wasn't hard at all because it isn't really a part of my life anyways. Mm. But for other people, you know, who are maybe very extroverted or just really like parties, it may have been very hard and it may truly feel like a sacrifice. So yeah, I, I get your point. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, right. Other than that, have there been any major sacrifices in your life? Any major ones? Hmm. Okay, let me think. Whew. Put me on the spot like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I, I can also begin, like... Yeah, sure, begin. I, I gotta think about uh, it. I, I, for, for me, I guess the... I, I guess like we're all sacrificing mm, some of our time for education or <laughs> like that's why I'm <laughs> struggling through studying physics here <laughs> because I think <laughs> the education that uh, I'll have gathered at the end of it that uh, will be useful in my future and well I'd say like my major sacrifice was also like for education you know like um, that I that I switch school after tenth grade to participate at that program, which like yeah brought me to university at an early stage already, and I think that that was kind of a major sacrifice because you're like kind of giving up um, what you used to, which which comes also to the regret thing, which we'll talk later about later, like choosing <laughs> the best way and stuff. Um, and for me, it was like giving up what I'm used to. And like, I, I was quite a good student, let's say so. <laughs> at <laughs> yeah, my for sure. There. And, and like, there's always the risk that, well, maybe it doesn't turn out that great and your grades are declining and then it's probably not worth it and stuff. And like, I'm always also sacrificing, let's say, some friends <laughs> in that sense. I, I'm not sure whether you can call it sacrifice, but if you like move away to another town, then only the really close friends, like you, for example, Yasin, <laughs> will, will probably <laughs> stay. And like yeah. the other ones you don't establish contact regularly with will probably not be there for a long time. And maybe also like sure. financially, because like I moved out alone. <laughs> Yeah, but yes, that's yeah, that, yeah, that's sure. what I I'd say is my major sacrifice. But by uh, I'd say by sacrificing um, a lot, you also gain a lot. At least for me, it was that way. Yeah, because exactly. Like like there's um, like when you're young, there's there's a lot of potential in you. Like you can be go in any direction. You can be a plumber. You can be a physicist. <laughs> you can be a doctor. Or a YouTuber. <laughs> um, or both. Problem is, um, as long as you don't make anything out of that potential, you're, let's say, let's put it like very um, critically here, like you're nothing. <laughs> and yeah. just by just by choosing a uh, concrete thing, like a very specific area you want to work in, you, whether you, for example, you want to study physics, you're saying no to all the other options, but that way you are becoming someone. Or at least you're on the journey sure, to becoming someone. 
I, I, I think you have to define what you mean when you say you become someone because it very much sounds like if you're not studying or if you're not you know pursuing no 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 no, no, no. That's, that's direction not I mean. you're nobody <laughs> <laughs> no i i think you just just having the potential like that doesn't make you that what what are you then if you're just like young and that's everything you have <laughs> If you're just you're a maybe a good bundle of potential, <laughs> you have a lot of potential. You have a lot of potential ways where you can go, um, but by sacrificing some of the options you have, and therefore excelling in the others, you are making something out of that potential, and you are, well, becoming something that you, or doing something that also can um, that uh, that also your character consists of, like. This, the things you're doing you're getting my sure. point or okay <laughs> I, I get the point I, I, I get the it's point it's like building upon your um, saying yes to an option and saying no to something else thing. sure okay I, I get it but I think what, what you've been talking about um, you know kind of sacrificing maybe your friends in a certain way. Um, <laughs> oh, that sounds very radical. That's, that's not what no, I intended. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I, I think the listeners get what I mean. Um, but I think you you kind of talked about the important point, which is, you know, you basically just sacrificed the short term, which was, you know, the short term, I, okay, I can yeah, imagine, was awesome, very yeah. hard kind of moving out and kind of um, having... Yeah, having to maybe even lose some friends or kind of yes, yes. Um, get accustomed. But as I to, said, like those probably people. weren't the real friends. But yeah, ouch! <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> I get I it. Mean, sure. Um, if they were the real friends, then contact would have still been established. Just, just saying. Yeah, nothing against for sure. Uh, all of the guys <laughs> out who probably feel uh, discriminated against now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what I intended. Sure. It's just, yeah, basic logic, let's say. No, I get it. <laughs> I get it. But I think, yeah, what what you said is basically you sacrificed the short term. You know, the short term you yes. felt probably, uh, it was probably a very you know, new feeling, getting accustomed to new people and kind of a new culture and all that. True. Um, culture in the sense of, you know, a new school. Mm. And, but, you know, that way you have kind of set yourself up for success or let's say you have drastically uh, improved your odds of success mm -hmm. by attending that school by having sort of this network of you know great people and having the connections with like um, the university in, in munich um, and all that so it was a sacrifice in the short term for sure but i think <laughs> in the long term you have gained a lot more than you would have otherwise so you know, at the end of the day, I think it was a the best decision you could make. And considering yes. where you are now, <coughs> and, you know, all that kind of all those opportunities that sort of um, you had access to because of where you were and kind of the people you knew and all that. I mean, that's that's yes, I think definitely that's, that was worth really sacrificing. Worth I mean, all of the friends that maybe aren't my friends now anymore, they turn <laughs> into like really great friends at the new school. They're like. <laughs> people that we also have to get on a podcast because they are so interesting i'd say <laughs> yeah for sure i think we have right now we have like unlimited 
unlimited potential for for guests <laughs> <laughs> like we have yeah, a huge yeah. list I, i just say we, we still wait a little until maybe our reach is a little sure. higher but yes <laughs> sure <laughs> behind the scenes um, here. <laughs> yeah. awesome but sure you know i think that's that's something that yeah. we all experience side of having to sacrifice the short term sort of the short term cravings for um yeah for long term goals for yes. for dreams we might have um, i very much agree with that um problem is just for me like where where do you draw the line like wh what when are you sacrificing too much <laughs> because like if you're constantly thinking about oh how will this affect my future um let, let's take let's take like very healthy diets for as an example because if you want to live really really healthy and just live in the long term let's say then you won't eat meat then you won't eat any uh, processed sugars and fats and stuff and that way you're making yourself quite unhappy in the present like maybe even too unhappy by just sure. restricting yourself to <laughs> those extreme diets <laughs> um yeah regarding balance i think it's, it's a very personal problem it's mm. a it's something that every person has to subjectively figure out from this for themselves mm. because i think it's and you know it's not just balance in you know what do i sacrifice or how do i live my life it's also um sort of sac or balance in your kind of work life situation and all that because for example for me i'm uh, i'm not a person who necessarily needs that much time to <laughs> I don't know how to put it to relax um to yeah that to also pleasure yourself <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so wrong oh my god um yes. <laughs> no but i think no let's let's put it another way i think a lot of people need just a lot of time with you know their friends and they need a lot of time to party and go out and just mm -hmm. forget about life for a few hours or whatever and I really feel like I'm not necessarily that person. For me, like working, I don't know how many hours, like 10 hours per day for the last few months, <laughs> which doesn't really seem like work. Like it really doesn't. I, I, I don't feel like I'm, I always say I'm working, but mm. I, it doesn't, it doesn't really feel like it because for me, it's just, yeah, I'm it's learning stuff that interests me. And COVID, but yes. Sure. But I, yeah, I think for me, for example, work-life balance, um, wouldn't look the same as for example for someone who's very extroverted who needs a lot of time with friends or whatever and it, i'm i don't mean to say that i'm uh, anti-social <laughs> or whatever not at all but um i think i i just don't need that much time to kind of feel a balance in my mm -hmm. life like for me it's enough in like the evenings for example to just sit down on on the sofa with my little brother and watch an episode of whatever whatever thing he's watching you know and for <laughs> me that's already like enough relaxation and i don't really need any much more mm -hmm. so yeah i think it's just a personal thing also when it comes to sacrificing stuff you just have to figure out okay uh do i actually want to have this extremely strict diet that i'm no Uh, I'm not going to be able to kind of keep up over the next like 30 years 
or am I establishing a sort of balance, you know, maybe get a cake from time to time, maybe eat some <laughs> ice cream, maybe some meat, you know, it's just a balance. You have to figure it out for yourself. And yeah, but yeah, like that's wh my what, what would you say are like the standards by which you can figure that out? What would help people to know what's a healthy balance? I really don't think there's a standard. It's just a lot of experimenting and exploring. At least it was for me. Mm. Um, or it is for me in a lot of areas. It's just um, starting somewhere, you know, somewhere you f feel like it may work for you and then try it for a few weeks or months or whatever until you figure out, okay, maybe it isn't the best um, tactic, the best decision. Let's tweak it a little bit. Let's change a few things. Maybe, um, maybe I need some more relaxation time or maybe... I actually have to work a little bit harder because I'm pretty lazy, whatever. You know, it's just a lot of okay, experimenting, so like, exploring. Yeah, but I guess that's There's like no a standard. standard by which you can, <laughs> or like a kind of approach well, of which you can find out. Like you, you, I guess you're like more the hands-on pragmatistic guy there to, to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe. okay, very nice. Yeah, well, at least what my thoughts are on that subject right now... Um, you i think it's important to like establish kind of your character what you want to be first because you can use that as a rough guideline i'd say of course there are countless of exceptions but yeah if you if you are that family if you say you like you're a family guy then you're not you're probably not like want to become that workaholic guy who is delaying everything <laughs> his family no. um, his health his friends just to become more successful in yeah, business yeah for sure no i think oh man i i don't I, i'm not a big fan of of kind of those standards or people who say that you know uh you always have to work till I know eight and mm. then the rest of the evening is just for family you know those kind of really rigid and strict uh schedules may work for some people who are like very 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 busy and you know ceo of multi-billion dollar companies maybe mm. it works that way but i think for most of us normal humans quote unquote um it's better to have or for me at least i i for for example i figured out about me i really need a lot of flexibility I'm not big on routines as in, you know, there's a difference between a routine. I, I do, I don't know, 50 push-ups every day. Great, cool routine. Um, but I'm not really good with routines that include like very strict timelines. Like every day at 12 a.m. I'm doing 50 push-ups. It doesn't really work for me. And I just feel mentally exhausted after some time. And I just feel like I'm I'm just a robot following guidelines <laughs> and I can't really have true, that. True, so yeah. I, I, I think there's think a lot of, I don't think that I fully agree on that. It's okay. People, I, I think people need basic structure in their life as we, sure. um, as we noticed with COVID, for example, like with all the, with the homeschooling situation, you don't have structure in your day anymore. You wake up. I mean, at least I know a bunch of people who like wake up at 2 a.m. Uh, 2 p.m. <laughs> like really late in the day and i don't know gaming throughout the night and thereby <laughs> coming upon like that very unhealthy lifestyle and like it's also for um at least in uh, germany here like for all that the people who 
are like dependent on the social system which like you get money of that there is actually some kind of therapy um, which involves working and having like um, a structured work day that actually helps people come back into like their you know, good living situation just having structure in their life and I think having some basic structure or like some basic character traits you you want to establish like as the rock solid foundation on which you can build everything else which might be part of a, a like flexible review process that that's maybe like the best approach because if you like don't have like a solid foundation on which you build on then your house might crash down uh, if you're not like a very <laughs> skilled builder as you might be as in but yes yeah no no no. Uh, i i think you well maybe i i i didn't really formulate my my thoughts coherently <laughs> but Be no precise i, I fully agree I, exactly <laughs> i i fully agree no that's uh that wasn't my point at all i, I didn't mean to say like uh kind of live your life day to day and have no plan and just go with the flow that's absolutely not what i'm saying um maybe it works for some people maybe you know highly creative people who hold you know their whole life is just around i don't know painting pictures all day and they mm. can have they can have sort of this very flexible schedule i don't know um but for the vast majority i completely agree and that's also the way i structure my life like i try to get up at a certain time go to sleep at a certain time have a sort of um <clears throat> have a sort of very very broad structure of my day but it's just it, i think it's just a game of self-awareness to kind of figure out what actually works for you and i think before you can define who you want to be as you said kind of defining okay i want to be that person and i'm kind of working towards it every single day that's amazing if you have that and <laughs> but True. I, I think it's it's more important to first figure out okay who am i what are my strengths weaknesses you know because if yes, you yes if you live in kind of this idealized world in your head, whereas you're kind of chasing this hero of yours, which is you in 20 mm. years from now, you know, millionaire and all that. And I don't know what your dreams are. That's <laughs> um, great. But if you don't really know who you are and you don't really have a starting point of, okay, I'm not that disciplined maybe, or I have problems working out every day. What can I do to actually improve that? And uh, what can I do to tackle that problem first before I, I try to improve the other areas where I know that I'm already pretty good at and don't really but, need but that I much improvement. I don't think that you need to find problems to establish or like problems in your life where you're not like, for example, where you're not ex uh, exercising enough or something to establish who you are. For example, what I did like was going through like a list of 200 virtues and picking out what particularly resonates with me. I think I already told that story in another episode. Yeah. But just by picking out those character traits by or like some very specific ones that really resonate with you you kind of can build upon that of course like the experimenting part uh, definitely advisable to do that but like having having some very basic principles uh, upon which you build which you aren't willing to give up that easily like you can also have like those let's say outskirt um character traits outskirt virtues you really find good which can which i already said can be like um part of yeah flexible dynamic change no matter uh, like figuring out whoever you are that that's okay but i i think it's really profitable to like 
knowing who you are and what your values are and what you want to like portray to the outside. Sure, I, I completely agree, <laughs> but that's exactly what maybe what I've, I was trying to say. I don't know. Maybe I I am not able to talk today. I don't know. Okay. Um, no, but it's exactly true. But I think it's okay. You, what you I'm are kind of like wanting, you want to say that also those basic principles they need to be first found somewhere. No, I think for example, if if you if you define who you want to be, let's say the ideal version of yourself, you know, or as it is thrown a lot. Uh, thrown out a lot uh mm. kind of uh i want to become the best version of myself and that's great and all uh, but when you have defined those virtues or um kind of those character traits you want yourself to have in a few years from now mm. you first have to understand okay i want to uh, be someone who exercises every day or who goes to the gym four times a week and if right now in the present you but don't go to the gym at all like, I, i wouldn't say that those are basic like the very foundation of your character is not that you're going to the gym every day it's discipline in this example and not yeah sure but how how do you build discipline if you say i want to become disciplined okay cool how by yes. going to the gym four times a week by doing yes A&D. that's also that's also like kind of the problem you're already thinking maybe about the future but i'm still in the like the present what are you now and what do you want to keep for the future and all the other things that are not in this very small circle of character traits of the basic foundation all the other things are thrown out and subject to change and to review and to um, dynamic processing of the environment and whatever and isn't that what what i just said okay <laughs> i think we're kind of <laughs> I don't know. we're kind of making the same point okay, but okay. trying to no i <laughs> okay um sure no my, my point is exactly as you said you have to know yourself who you are mm -hmm. in the present for you to be able to define okay who do i want to become in the future and okay. then kind of okay. make this analysis okay which tr traits do I already have or, you know, are pretty solid already have a good foundation to work on mm -hmm. and which are the traits where, okay, I'm, I'm really shitty with my exercise or with my discipline. Uh, if that's kind of the underlying value and therefore okay. that's what I, what I need to tackle first. And that's what I have to focus on and sort of experiment with in order to understand how I best implement it in my life to become a part of my character <laughs> i think okay. we can agree i uh, we, sort yeah, of. i can agree on that <laughs> <laughs> cool very nice <laughs> oh man um so much about <laughs> sacrifice here <laughs> yeah we no but but like uh, what again. but i think that was like a good discussion here because what i noticed like especially in the beginning we were agreeing quite a lot on the things yeah, you were saying and true. i think i think for a podcast at least it's quite nice to have some discussions going on kind of finding the limits of what we are saying where does it apply where doesn't it apply it's ki kind sure. of like philosophical reflection a bit yeah, <laughs> to, to aim a little of, higher let's say <laughs> i think it's also part of just being authentic you know and i you think know. in real life we would never just we would never just be oh yeah i agree okay cool let's let's get to the next point oh yeah i agree with that too, you know <laughs> it just doesn't work that way yes, i don't yeah. think we are the type of people who just agree to everything so it's great no well, it's well great oft that we oftentimes kind of it oftentimes it's actually that way like okay if you really resonate with somebody else about a certain topic then It's just like, oh, yeah, that's so cool. Have you ever heard about that then? Oh, yes, I already did that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Then, then yes. But I think but, it, yeah. 
but honestly, I can, I can really feel how we become way more comfortable. I, I, I was listening to kind of the first two episodes last week mm. um, and kind of comparing the first two episodes to our latest episode. And it, it's quite fun fun to, to see and kind of also hear that I think we both become more comfortable and just a little bit more authentic and we don't focus so much on, you know, don't focus so much on... Uh, kind of portraying a different version of ourselves and just mm. you know just being authentic just being honest and yeah it's yeah, like uh, how it's close it, it's like basically with interactions like in public how close do you let the other person get are you like as a get to yourself i mean like are you like maybe just being very formal to them and like what social standards one or are you like letting them into your mind let's say uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> in a sense of what you're really thinking um, kind of turning down that filter between your thoughts and what you say <laughs> sure yeah. um, right. now to kind of get yes, back to we, the topic are, of sacrifice <laughs> derailing again <laughs> um, I think um, you know there are a lot of things we can cover from sort of why people struggle with habit building which is also kind of part of sacrificing the present for the future and all that but i think a more interesting question or more interesting concept is something that jordan pearson also talked about in his book 12 rules for life if you haven't mm -hmm. read it read it <laughs> because yes it's, it's a quite good book Though it's, I, it's I think of at least that's another topic we have to talk about again, Jordan Peterson himself, because that guy yeah. is kind of, it's, you have to seem critical sometimes. <laughs> sure. But, yeah. But sure. his book, of I course. agree, that was also for me, like one of the first self-development books I read and it really helped me out, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So um, in, in one of his rules, I don't remember which one, but he, he talks yeah. about again this this idea of sacrifice and mm -hmm. sacrificing the short term for the long term and an interesting point he makes in, in that chapter is that society actually and it's, it's you know it's it's kind of it's clear to us and it seems like such a such an you know unnecessary thing to mention but in order for 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 people to be able to sacrifice the short term for the long term society actually has to be structured in, in such a way that ensures that when you sacrifice the present, you can actually gain more in the future. For example, if you live like, yes. you know, I don't know, in, in, in societies that are just completely dysfunctional and you try to save money or you try to um, do other stuff, you know, that maybe sacrifices your immediate cravings in the present, but mm -hmm. you hope to have some benefits from that in the future that other people may not have. If the society and kind of maybe even the whole political system is so dysfunctional that you have absolutely no, no possible chance or at least no guarantee that this approach actually works, mm. then, well, your sacrifices in the present are pretty much useless. Yes. All right. In a sense you of agree with like that? you, yes, so I, I agree. Um, it's, it's, Let's make it more, like more specific. Like you're living in um, Soviet Union of I don't know 1970, <laughs> and you want to save up money or like oh no no actually like um, be quite a good example like for after the Second World War, um, you're living in Germany 
and you're like one of those um, farmers who had like more than 100 acres of land or something then the German Democratic Republic, like you've been working for that, you have been saving up all of that stuff, and then the German Democratic Republic comes and, ah, no, fuck you, we take your land and distribute <laughs> it to everyone. <laughs> and whenever yeah, you, like, gain now. property um, or stuff, like the socialist system, like, takes it away from you, then, of course, yeah, it doesn't work out. So I, I, I agree with you, or with John Peterson <laughs> on that one. <laughs> Sure, but I, I think it's just a, such an, you know, as I said, it's something that we all know, kind of, because it, it doesn't even have to be society. Let's just say in, if you have, if you're at school and you have teachers who are just, you know, complete assholes, mm. which there are, <laughs> we all know them. Oh, um, that's, I don't agree fully <laughs> with that No, but statement. I mean, no, 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 <laughs> but, but I mean... You know what I mean. I mean, yeah. oh gosh. Um, yeah, you have to be careful. Like you're a public figure right here in the podcast, and you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to discriminate sure. against everyone. I mean, let's let's take our French teacher for example. You, I don't know whether you still know her, but she was an awesome person. Oh, of course, example. of course. Yeah, she was yeah, awesome. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> okay, asshole is is a strong word, although you know, it may apply to some people, um, but. <laughs> I agree with that, but yeah. Let's let's say let's say teachers. People. Sure, but yeah, whatever. And some people um, are assholes, and some are not. Just don't generalize too much. Yeah. No, I didn't generalize. I just said teachers who are that way, or people in general who are just very really? cynical okay. and just uh, very much. I didn't say all teachers, man. Don't don't put words in my mouth here. <laughs> quite quite pessimistic. <laughs> Um, you said okay. at least I understood it here like that on my on my end. But that's okay. Let go on. Okay, go on, please. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's say teachers who are very cynical mm -hmm. and who don't really I don't know, seem to enjoy what they're doing or whatever. And you know, in, in sort of that environment and sort of that mini system in school, when you're trying to I don't know, let's say you're trying to pay attention in class, to raise your hands, to answer questions, you're sort of sacrificing maybe, you know, you're sacrificing to talk with your uh, with your partner next to you, you sacrifice just doing dumb stuff and not maybe paying attention. Maybe even your like having social esteem in the sense of, oh, what a nerd, <laughs> working together sure, with the exactly. teacher all the time. You know, you're sort of sacrificing all that in the short term because you hope you will gain more in the long term from it. Mm. You hope that the teacher will actually, you know, see you as a good student, maybe give you better grades or whatever. And, you know, if the teacher is so cynical and just just doesn't like you for some reason, you can do all you want because then the system is kind of dysfunctional in a sense and all your short-term sacrifices um, have resulted to basically zero because you have gained nothing from it except from you know putting a lot into it but gaining absolutely no output yeah very so, good example thank you <laughs> <laughs> okay so what's the point you want to make now then so yeah i think it's just an interesting thing to think about because we live in kind of this western society and you know all that germany usa wow great mm. uh <laughs> everything's so stable and blah 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 although it's not but sure um <laughs> but we have the privilege and we have we just have this option of okay i know i'm pretty 
Sure, of course, nothing is guaranteed 100%, mm. but I have a very, very big chance of actually gaining more in the long term if I sacrifice certain things in the short term, if I work hard now, and if I maybe don't watch Netflix as much, and if I focus on improving, whatever. Uh, those are all investments that you make now mm. that, you know, from day to day, they just don't seem like you make any progress or you don't seem to get any, anything from them. But 10 years down the line, you see, okay, the fact that I started working out regularly 10 years ago, now <laughs> I have much less uh, yeah. health issues. I'm much more confident in my body or whatever. Mm. So, yeah, I think we take it for granted. And it's often important to think about kind of all the privileges we have in, in the society we live in. So maybe that's just a random thought I wanted to put out there. No, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, it's a nice thought. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we take very much for granted. And like uh, we talked about the internet last episode, like how we take that for granted, whereas it could be wiped out any second. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you, you anything I, I think to I, add? I agree on that. You have to be kind of like grounded to something, yeah, <laughs> which is maybe. For sure. Some people prefer meditation. Some are like more of the bushcraft guys who try to learn, survive. <laughs> some yeah. be apocalypses. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> yes, for sure. Do you have anything to add about the sort of sacrifice topic? Any particular idea you want to talk about? No, I, I think I think we're we were quite solid on that one now. If you want, we're quite cool. far in the episode already. I think we can we can move on to the regret thing, the, re the regret yes, topic. Yes, definitely, definitely. And like, just no. to start out, let's make it personal again. I'd say, like, <laughs> is there any major thing or minor thing you regret not having done or having done? Oh man, okay, it's. Oh man. <laughs> I'm okay. putting you into the spotlight it's, again. <laughs> yeah kind of um i i think i've kind of trained trained myself or trained my mind to i i don't really allow myself to regret stuff as strange as that may sound to some people mm -hmm. <laughs> i don't know of course you know there are things that i sort of wish i did differently or i wish i actually did you know, and I wish I went for them or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I don't really dwell on that stuff and I don't really think about it too much. I, I really just think about kind of the lesson, uh, the lessons it has taught me. And, you know, okay. and I kind of also try to think about it in a way that, for example, Gary V likes to, likes to think about. <laughs> he said in an interview, you know, he said that he doesn't really think about regret because what if for example he went to uh, to that conference or event and on the way there he was hit by a bus and died you know mm -hmm. he thinks about it in a very extreme and sort of unrealistic <laughs> way maybe but i think it's a kind of good mental structure to sort of have when it comes to regret because you know i i only try to learn lessons from them and try to figure out what i can do better mm. next time but i don't really dwell on that and think oh man i wish i did or i wish i didn't or it's just it happened and now i'm here and what can i do to 
make it better next time. That's sort of my thought process. Okay, no, I'm, that's a very nice process. Well, for me, I, I also see like regret not as a negative thing, but just rather as a positive thing because like evolution certainly intended something with regret <laughs> and the feelings <laughs> like, yeah, we basically what you said, like taking lessons out of what you done, what you've done wrong or maybe what you should have done. Um, but are then let's put my question other uh, a little bit differently then are there any major life lessons you want to <laughs> share that you <laughs> like kind of acquired by regret or the regret process that you are <laughs> part of um maybe not necessarily life lessons but i think all of the stuff that i kind of regret really has taught me a lot of a lot of about myself um and who i really am and how i tend to react in mm -hmm. certain situations because we all have kind of or not maybe not all of us but many people have this sort of idealized version of themselves in their mind mm. and how they think they act and talk and you know appear on the external but you know doing some stuff i wish i hadn't done or not doing things I wish I had done has, has taught me a lot of uh, a lot of about myself. Now I'm getting very abstract here. I'm trying to pinpoint what, what, down let's, to let's, okay if, to make it easier for you. In preparation for the podcast, I actually like found a study about the regrets most people have on their deathbeds. Okay, like there are uh, five points here. Uh, which I have listed here, like what people tend to say on their deathbed that they wish they had done differently. And maybe you can resonate with some of those. So if you want, we can go through them. <laughs> and sure. I can also like, <laughs> uh, what a therapy session here. <laughs> okay. Sure. Um, go ahead. First thing, like I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yeah. That's actually oof. That hurt. That hurt. That really <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't regret can I okay. I understand. I really resonate with it because I get where they're coming from and mm -hmm. I sort of find myself and not only myself, I'm sure you are too, or most people, in a situation where we now kind of have the ability to decide what am I going to do with my life, mm. which direction am I go into, and am I actually, I don't know, studying what I'm st what I study because I enjoy it, because that's who I am and that's what I want to do, or do I do it because I feel like my parents expected of me or my peers or my yeah, teachers or whatever. Yeah, social esteem and stuff, yeah. Sure. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely facing that dilemma right now and <laughs> yeah i i really resonate with that for yes, sure yes for me for me it's also kind of similar like i i established this kind of process process of reflecting and um yeah critically thinking about my decisions and stuff but then i also always ask myself why am i doing this because i actually enjoy it or because there's like this social component to it yes i, I I think like in the past I was more driven by that social esteem stuff and nowadays at least 
<laughs> my internal views says me that okay you you kind of balanced out quite a good there hopefully that's great okay then second row before um i wish i hadn't worked so hard oh man <laughs> um sure <laughs> definitely honestly i but not related to to my gap year it's more mm. related to uh the last two years of high school oh for me, same for me damn that's so spot on <laughs> because i i wasted so much time with inefficient studying and not only that but sort of having the feeling okay i i have all the time in the world you know to maybe take a day off now mm. before the exam and just go out or just i don't know just do other stuff uh, apart from studying but because of this feeling of guilt and because of this feeling of okay I, but i need to study because i need good grades and blah 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 yes. and all that um i yeah i wasted just a lot of time with inefficient studying worrying about the future <laughs> um whereas you know now looking back i realized i could have spent maybe 50 percent of that time and still i would have gotten the exact same grade Yes. and or like I would have let's had say a way little more time. worse but who cares you have had exactly would have i would have had, had yeah. more time to yes. to spend with family and friends go out and do other stuff i'm i'm passionate about so yeah for sure live your best years <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because we all know we peaked at high school <laughs> um, yeah it's I, kind was, of, I also kind agree. of depressing i mean there's like again the that Pareto principle thing there, like 20-80 rule, <laughs> with 20% exactly. of the effort that you were that you need to invest to get like 100% uh, of the outcome, you can already get 80%. Oh, well, <laughs> let's say good grades. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sure. I very so, much yeah. agree with that. I think that's a very important life lesson to take. And like all, also all the older people, like I ask, um, especially like also during my studies, I, I uh, um, often come uh, across like older people in the different programs I am part of, which are maybe already writing their master's thesis. And they always tell me, yeah, studying and everything quite important, but those are your prime years. Come on, guy, use them. <laughs> Do yeah. something, go abroad. Well, maybe not now, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah for sure yeah it's that's a very important think, life lesson to take away exactly i think because i learned this lesson and my, i'm honestly quite happy that i sort of learned this lesson now mm. rather than when i'm in my 40s or something like that um because now in in, in this gap here every time or not every time, but most of the time, which I never did in high school, by the way, like if my parents or my brother or whatever came to me, hey, let's go out, let's go uh, for a hike or whatever. I would also say, no, I need to study. I need to work. I need to blah, blah, blah. But now I'm really at a point where I know I can get all of my stuff done if I'm just a little bit more efficient with mm. my time and actually a little bit more focused. And you know, now almost every time my parents come, let's let's go there, let's let's just go out for you know, just let's just wander around the forest, yes, yes. whatever. But you need or like, if my brother come. I think you need like a very strong mental force that you can apply to yourself because it's always easier to have like this one hundred percent habit there. Whenever 
I'm working at something, I will never quit it because like having the yeah. system established, that makes it easy to latch onto it, let's say. And if it's just a 96% rule, then okay, maybe I can make also an exception here. Maybe I can deviate there. And if you have like only this yeah. 96% rule, then you must be very mentally strong to still. I, yeah. I don't know. For me, honestly, yeah, I haven't thought about it too much. It's just now <laughs> at a point where <laughs> my brother comes to, to me and, hey, let's let's play lego whatever i say sure why not you know i can spare half an hour or even an hour or mm. let's watch a movie sure you know because i i also try to think back again to high school and kind of i never remember or i hardly remember the times where i studied really really hard for an exam no. i rather remember the times where i just spent time with family and friends just chilled watched a good movie went to a restaurant you know those are the times you actually remember and you actually appreciate and you never think to yourself or at least i don't that oh i wish i had studied a little bit harder so i could get those 15 points instead of 14 like it, it, nobody gives a <laughs> shit and it doesn't really matter by the way just as like a little um, bonus here um good advice watch the latest video of ali abdal where he talks about like 21 pieces of advice to his yes. 18 year old self i think i watched it yesterday or the day before yesterday it's quite good <laughs> look at that yeah, one. definitely check okay. it out and um, yeah if you want to continue we can go on through the list or we sure can switch over. okay um, it's interesting. I, I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god! Everything is hitting home here, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely, I agree. I, I, I don't know. Every point or everything you read to me, I just say, yeah, I agree. One hundred percent. It's true. Yeah. What can I say? It's yeah, for sure. Yes, I think. Well, like, especially, I think it goes like hand in hand with the first thing there maybe um because like yeah because of our social esteem and all of that stuff because we constantly think yeah the spotlight is always on us we tend to filter out um illogical things maybe then there's especially emotions um yeah yeah maybe let them out yeah, that makes sure. you stay true to yourself gives you character establishes who you are exactly yeah i think especially for both of us we aren't necessarily the most emotional people <laughs> out there um or at least not showing and it. maybe just on the inside you know yeah exactly exactly and it's hard you know now that um with this podcast and you know for people who don't know we see each other via zoom right now so we actually see each other while we are talking mm. and also just having a lot of zoom calls uh, the past few months I realized that even though you know, even though when I'm feeling I'm really grinning and laughing on the inside, when I see myself in the camera, I my face is like completely dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no oh, emotion yeah. in it. So I kind of try to externalize it a bit more, which right now maybe you know, may seem a little bit robotic sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think especially like the podcast right now also helped me with that because if you n learn kind of how to express yourself with all the intonations and in your voice and how you put things, um, <laughs> can really get across what you actually are thinking on the inside also. I don't know how well exactly. it works like in the podcast right now. Maybe some feedback for us down in the comments, <laughs> comments section thing there. 
yeah would like be right very much appreciated <laughs> for yeah. sure all right okay let's go on. let's go on. the last point okay. i wish i had stayed in touch with my friends okay it's yes n- maybe not as relatable yet for yeah. us yeah yeah exactly i think right now it's just it's very hard not to stay in touch with mm. friends <laughs> <laughs> because you know uh we're all just fresh out of high school or whatever yes yes especially I think for over me, the I'm next years might get quite difficult yeah definitely i think right now you know we're just i don't know it's it's just still very much as John Peterson says, like when you're 17, 18, you're pretty much we're pretty much all the same in mm-hmm. you know in in many many different avenues. And I think as soon as we start to deviate and uh, start to develop different personality traits or become different characters, maybe maybe even completely you know develop our bodies or whatever, <laughs> I think at that point uh, we really start to filter out more the people from the past we went to have in our we want mm-hmm. to have in our life who kind of match our future and the people who just feel like they're holding us back and they're kind of always in this nostalgic True, state. For, forgetting about those, I think there's also like, even if you're just studying at different places, different universities in Germany, it's easy to lose contact, I think, even though you were sure. close buddies. And I think I agree on that point. Um, I, For me, I, yeah, I, I basically hit up the people that are or were important to me like w- twice a month or something which is not that regularly but it's still kind of nice to get back in touch sure <laughs> yeah maybe i think that's like a good reinforcement then there on my habit of <laughs> trying to stay in touch with the important people yeah okay for sure okay like the last point on the list i don't know what it exactly wants to st- tell us but um i wish that i had let myself be happier <laughs> funny funny how, how you said it like i don't know what wants to tell us <laughs> yes i mean like what do you mean with sure. letting yourself be happier is it like that thing with delayed gratification that you're not that happy no, in the moment maybe I, or yeah i think yeah i think it has to do something with being more present maybe not always thinking about the future and kind of optimizing for the future i think it's like drawing the line between becoming a machine or like staying kind of (laughs) yeah pretty much true to yourself okay yes we already discussed that in a sacrificing topic then exactly yeah i think if you if you only live in your present moment to kind of optimize your future you will yeah, you just lose sight of everything. Like, even kind of if you're in the hustle or <laughs> you know, if you're grinding <laughs> and all that stuff, you kind of lose sight of the things that matter, and you kind of um, you don't really appreciate the little things in life anymore because you're so focused on kind of becoming su- successful and uh, reaching your goals and all that. And it's great, but I think taking time to appreciate the little things and to sort of yeah, to focus on what's really meaningful at the end of the day and to focus on what's actually gonna, you know, make you look 
back at your life when you're 80 and think okay i actually lived <laughs> a good life and i'm happy and with it yeah okay and that's where we are coming to like my kind of regret handing policy which you <laughs> policy. Well, probably be kind of critical about but yeah we heard okay. like these advices uh, this advice here about uh, from people on their deathbeds um And that's where I my kind of uh, point starts. Like, um, whenever I have to take an important decision, it's like I ask myself, what will when I'm on my deathbed, what will make the best story for myself? Yes. Yeah. What What do you think <laughs> about that? <laughs> um. Yeah, I. I okay. I, I want to make clear. I totally get your point, and I get what what the policy is about mm. but um if you if you kind of formulate it in in this way it very much you know it can it can be it can also be used for evil let's put it that way <laughs> for evil because okay yeah it, it's or, a subjective thing i guess on how you use it okay sure but i think be more clear you know, about say what whatever makes yeah whatever makes the best story i i get it mm. but again if you not again <laughs> it's the first time i make the point what's the matter with <laughs> me um <laughs> yeah my my speech today is not very precise i'm sorry yeah very um, early in the so morning if here, you, 12 a.m <laughs> yeah sure so um what I, what someone could criticize let's put it that way because mm. i get your point and i kind of agree with it but also there there's an aspect that can be criticized which is the following um <laughs> if you say i will make the decision decisions in my life based on whatever makes the best story when i'm 80 90 on my deathbed mm -hmm. whatever um it may be a good guide in many cases but yes. you know taking drugs or you know uh, consuming so much alcohol that you end up throwing up the entire night and hooking up with girls and leave them pregnant i mean those are all great stories um, those are well, you know, very funny then. stories to tell <laughs> when you're 80 but mm. they're not necessarily the best life decisions so i get your point and i know you're not the type of person to do that stuff necessarily yeah <laughs> but um mm. it can be I, I, I don't talk. know whether I agree on that point because like your youth it doesn't have to be like drinking all the time but your youth is about like discovering your potentials your boundaries and I'd say like let's take it as an example you never uh, like partied on your 18th birthday for example that's like a very usual thing that <laughs> at least in Germany everybody does um, if you look back on your life Doesn't it take away a bit of your fulfillment to not have done, or of, of the fulfillment of your life to not have done that? Um, to not party at least once? Not really. Okay. Why do you put it as if I've never partied in my <laughs> life? Okay. There no, was that's, two, not, okay, that's not what I want to say. No personal <laughs> offense here. Okay. No, sure. I, I'm just kidding. No, but I mean, no, okay. Related to my 18th birthday, it was COVID first of all and uh yeah i didn't really feel like doing all that big of a party it just i want to be with my family and just yeah honestly i think the i best, also not I partied think, on my 18th birthday not really i think the <laughs> best present i could 
get on my 18th birthday was the re- the results from A levels. I think oh. that was the exact day I got the results. Very nice. And you know, those are just it made me very happy. You know, my hard work sort of paid off, and I got to spend time with my family. Later that day, I went to like uh, I actually went to some friends, and we kind of uh, did a barbecue and all that. So you know, it's I'm not a person who needs like a party with 50 people and kind of raving around and all that. So <laughs> I get your point. Um, I really understand it. All but right. okay. and I'm not okay. saying, you know, I think I also get your point now. Okay. What might be the best story for yourself is probably n- not necessarily the best thing in general, also for society, because like taking part in the war, <laughs> like uh, going to <laughs> Afghanistan <laughs> might make yeah. a cool story if you return, but in the grand scheme of things waging wars is probably not the best thing to do exactly yeah okay i think okay. Oh, of course i'm talking about extremes yeah i always. also like just did an extreme here to yeah okay yeah yeah so i yeah that's that's my <laughs> that's my point i guess that's what I, i've been trying to say so don't mm. go extreme on any of that i think it's a good as i said it's a good guide in most cases like as I think also Alabdal said in his latest video, um, he said that you know if you have a choice between um, staying at home and watching the Vampire Diaries <laughs> um, and going to like a social event of your university, just go to the social event and you know you're gonna uh, get <laughs> to know a lot of people and kind of network and uh, make new experiences and put yourself out there in the world and you know it's very much. Yeah, as I said, it's a good guide in in, yeah. in most cases, but, but don't still apply some reflection to it whether <laughs> yeah, of it's course. actually as that promising yeah, in the long term. As with everything, <laughs> okay, okay, obviously. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Um, I also have like another policy which I adopted from um, thinking fast and slow. I think um, it's like uh, thinking fast and slow is like this um, psychological uh, book there where. He discovers many fallacies and uh, biases in the human mind. Also talking about regret, Daniel Kahneman, um, or Kahneman, however you do pronounce that in English. <laughs> um, yeah. And like his regret po- handling policy and mine also was like, um, either uh, when you're taking a very important decision, either you think as much about it as your situation allows with all your resources and all the time that's available to you at that time because then the decision you take must be the best decision that you could have taken in the past let's say then therefore you are there is no like internal factor that could have led to a bad outcome it's just external things which you could not influence and that way you basically can't even allow yourself to feel regret you can still take mm-hmm. the lessons you mentioned. Like uh, looking back, things are always uh, easier than they were in the moment. Let's take history for an example. Oh, it was so clear that World War Two would be yeah, lost exactly. by the Germans, and because of this and that and this point. But that—that's what I mean. You can still, like in the future, when looking back, you can still take your lessons, but you don't have to feel the regret because you know you took the best decision that was available to you in that moment 
and then yeah, there's like yeah, the second sure. point to it which is maybe a little bit more difficult to understand um where you like not think about it at all that much where you just like follow your intuition in the acceptance that if this turns out badly then okay then well yes that was because i uh, refused to think about it um, mediocre like in a mediocre way <laughs> where many regrets will turn up and in the present when you like uh, when there are i don't know some reasons for you in the present to accept that following your intuitions might lead to a bad outcome then in the future you still um, kind of don't allow yourself to feel regret yeah yeah for sure i think i'm i, I definitely like to make both kinds of decisions sometimes <laughs> i really overthink it and overanalyze it and try to picture every single possible outcome and sometimes i'm just you know I, i go with whatever feels right in the moment and i don't really worry all too much about the outcome and just see what happens and i know maybe it's because i'm young <laughs> or we're young but honestly the times where i just made decisions right away and just went with my intuition mm. are actually the times that i i've made the best experiences and i've learned the most in my life and <laughs> that's not to say obviously do not think about your decisions especially True. if they're major ones like when it comes to studying or uh, at university you're not just you know uh, gonna close your eyes on the list and study whatever <laughs> <laughs> um you know but i think many decisions that you know you know, whatever happens, it's not going to be so uh, dramatic that it's going to change my whole life forever. Mm. Um, just going with your intu intuition and kind of what feels right in the moment can be can be very interesting, a yeah. very interesting little experiment. Yeah, yeah. Like the basic point of this regret handling policy is that if you just think mediocrely about a problem or a decision you have to take, And then in hindsight, you you can you kind of see ah uh, if I had just like looked up one more website where they would have said that um, yes that like it, where you're close where where you're very close to success where one step or two steps would uh, just missed <laughs> for for getting where you want to be that those are the most painful experiences yes where you feel the most regret. And like, Definitely. so this strategy is all about, okay, either using the resources to the fullest or not using them at all and just going with your gut. Yeah. Interesting. That's a, yeah, that's a nice um, sort of thought structure to <laughs> finish this episode, I think, oh, because it's, it's gotten yeah, pretty long. One and a half hours, maybe? Yes. Yeah, let's Almost, sum it up yeah. then, I'd, I'd say. Sure. What do we take so, away from sacrificing? <laughs> all right. So sacrificing uh, doesn't mean, obviously, to sacrifice humans, just to make it clear. Also, probably not animals. It's really about, you know, especially if, uh, if you happen to live in a society or in a political system that gives you a certain security and a certain degree of guaranteed success if you sacrifice the short term for the long term you know just um for once 
appreciate kind of the privilege uh, you have and be aware of the fact that not everyone has it. And also, now that you have the, the sort of privilege and that you're sort of in this situation um, where you can actually live in a way that that will more or less guarantee that if you sacrifice the short term for the long term, you will actually gain more in, in the future. Just do it, do it more. Um, Invest in your 20s. Maybe, yeah, maybe focus more on what's really meaningful, what's really worthwhile and what's just, you know, what's just in short-term craving or mm. what's expedient and what really doesn't matter all too much. And be clear about the person you want to become, but also be clear about who you are at the present moment so you can yes. work more efficiently towards Whereas, it. like the border between human and being human and a machine. Exactly. All right. And about regret. Yeah, there are different, I'd say, regret ending policies. The deathbed approach <laughs> might be like quite good for very standard social situations where we like tend to follow only like the social standards that other people expect from us. Whereas we could make better stories by just going, uh, take the social event uh, thing again as an example, instead of watching Netflix <laughs> <laughs> or Vampire Diaries. Then, yeah, uh, yeah the other regret angling policy I presented here, maybe the, yeah, the one we talked about right at the end, where you might either put yourself really into it, thinking over your decision or just follow your gut because following your gut usually is like the deathbed decision thing because, oh, that might be cool. <laughs> Let's yeah. try it out. And yeah, maybe also work through that list of the deathbed regrets we kind of <laughs> presented and went through also a little because maybe you find yeah. that oh shit that applies to myself as well and older people usually tend to be rather yeah wise <laughs> having lived decades sure. longer than us so you might want to pay attention to that definitely and you know um i think just be aware that you're gonna make a ton of of wrong decisions yes uh, as long as you take lessons to, out of them in the long exactly term. that will lead to terrible outcomes maybe just learn the lessons from it try to improve and it's gonna be fine i think saying it as an 18 year old who has basically no life experience but sure <laughs> take it yes take everything <laughs> take we say it. also with a grain of salt because sure yeah <laughs> we're not Our as experienced is yet. still limited hmm. exactly all cool. right yeah nice <laughs> it was a great episode as always it was a pleasure Elias and was a pleasure. you guys pleasure I, hope, for me too. <laughs> I hope you tune in next week for another episode until then bye bye <laughs>